and welcome. Welcome back to Federal Workers' Comp- Compensation Coffee Break Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Taylor. I'm glad to have you here. First time, welcome. If you've been referred by others, be sure and say thank you to them. And uh, we've got a good one today. We're going to talk about oral hearings. So without further ado, I guess we'll start getting started. So welcome to Federal Workers' Compensation Coffee Break Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Taylor. I'm an OWCP consultant who's been doing uh, Federal Workers' Comp for 29 years now. Um, I, uh, I, I do this podcast basically uh, to discourse all, discuss all sorts of topics related to Federal Workers' Compensation, Department of Labor, OWCP, FICA Act, FERS, Longshore Maritime, DOD Contractor, and VA-related benefits, or, or federal benefits in general. And um, I do this in a short coffee break format, similar to Lunch and Learn, where we discuss this style in this style format topics that a lot of you guys bring to me or topics that are related to helping you, the government employee, with filing your claim, understanding your rights, responsibility, relevant rules and provisions. So I like to cover topics that people are always wanting information on or asking me about, as well as to help you successfully navigate the convoluted waters of federal claim filing. Um, I do this to assist you, you and your doctor. If, uh, if I'm not in an area where I can't help you, I'll try to help you and your doctor or your co-workers or claim filing denials or where the appropriate filing of benefit claims of disability or injured worker claims. So I say let's get started. We're going to talk about oral hearings. So let's get our coffee going. All right, and I'll talk about oral hearings today. So in oral hearings, this is a type of appeal. There are multiple types of appeals. We've talked about the different types of appeals appeals in different uh, podcasts. But we're going to talk about a type of appeal for levels of denials and orders that uh, they're denying. And this one, this oral hearing style, is... Um, is one that I use successfully as a form of appeal a lot that a lot of people don't know a lot about and they think they need attorneys and they think they need representatives and you know you can do it yourself. So when a federal employee like you has been injured on the job and you subsequently file an OWCP workers' compensation claim, you can receive a determination or denial from OWCP on your claim and you can appeal it. But that does not mean that when you get a denial that it's the permanent end of your your appeal claim. Fortunately, under OWCP and DFEC procedure rules, the employee still has appeal rights and options that you may pursue to get the claim reinstated and properly mediated. Just because they say we're denying it, closing in your case, doesn't mean that's the end. Also understand that you can make a written request for an oral hearing in the ECOMP portal by uploading a written request to your claims examiner into ECOMP. Uh, and you can do that yourself, and I'll show you exactly how to do that and give you the template at the end of this podcast. The claims examiner has 30 days to respond to your written request that you upload into ECOMP by DFEC Procedure Manual Rule. Now, one of these oral hearing appeal options is the employee's request or right to request and receive an oral hearing or review of the written record. This type of appeal, called the oral hearing, is a non-adversarial hearing with the employee and or you uh, your designated employee representative, which can be your treating doctor, and it can be an attorney, be a designated representative. I've seen union reps help out, along with a hearing examiner and a professional transcriber being present. 
Now, an oral hearing gives you, the injured worker, the opportunity to present additional facts and evidence for the claims examiner's consideration allows the claimant to further present your case before any final decisions by your claims examiners and OWCP can be rendered. Now, in my opinion, this is a powerful tool that's underused that you can use to assist in appeals where there's a breakdown in communication with your claims examiner on matters where delays are based on nonsensical denials or errors and miscommunications that make you want to pull your hair out. Sometimes just having a nice sit down and talk about the facts breaks down communication errors and can resolve a lot of things. doesn't always mean that everybody has uh, an intent to do delay and harm, although we see a lot of that. Sometimes it genuinely is miscommunication. First, let's understand that there are a few available avenues of appeal that may be requested in any types of appeal, but understand that there are exceptions to requesting this type of appeal that's called an oral hearing or written record review. In an oral hearing or written uh, uh, record review, they may not be held up or request will be denied if the claimant has already previously submitted what's considered a reconsideration appeal request on this exact same topic. Now, if it's a completely different topic, then it's available to you. But if you've already done it as a reconsideration appeal, you have to stay in that reconsideration appeal rules and provisions. But if it's on a matter that you have not submitted a reconsideration, this is a first-time appeal of the matter, what... Um, a request for an oral hearing or review of the record, written record, must be submitted in writing. Uh, and it must be submitted in writing within 30 days as determined by your postmark on your letter of the date of the decision for which this hearing is sought. So if you get a CA-7 denial, leave without pay, you're trying to get leave reimbursement, scheduled award reimbursement, all of those kinds of denials that people think that they don't know what how to appeal that, you can appeal it with this oral hearing or written record uh, review. So let's go through this. First of all, the date of the decision counts as day one when you receive a denial. Okay, so whatever the date on that letterhead is, that's day one. Second, while no special form is required to request an oral hearing or review of the written record, the claimant should provide the date of the decision that he or she is appealing and the issue to the address by the hearing rep. Okay, that representative is going to be reading this letter, so make sure that when you do it, and I'll show you how to do the letter, um, that that representative understands the date and clearly understand what the issue is that you were requesting it for. Okay, those are important factors for your hearing to be acknowledged and to be scheduled. Now, if you're pursuing the avenue of appeal where you have the option of an either a oral hearing for a hearing rep or review of the case filed by the hearing representative understand that oral hearings can be scheduled as a face-to-face -face. okay they're not they don't they're not all scheduled this way and i'll get into that in just a second but the oral hearing rules say they cannot be scheduled more than 100 miles from a claimant's home except in unusual circumstances but most oral hearings now i find are completed by phone conference or phone video conference OWCP regulations permit an oral hearing to be conducted by telephone or video conference at the discretion of the hearing representative assigned to the case. So they give you that alternative choice. I say you opt to it because those tend to be scheduled a little faster and it's a little more expedited than the face-to-face -face meetings that are scheduled on a docket. Now, a written notice specifying the date, time, and place for the hearing will be mailed at least 30 days prior to the scheduled hearing. 
that'll be scheduled, be mailed or emailed or e-comp to you, the claimant, or your designated representative or both, and it's also sent to the employing agency. Now, a representative of the employee agency may attend the hearing as an observer, but may not otherwise participate unless requested to do so by you, the injured claimant. So they're not allowed to speak or participate other than a uh, casual observer unless you invite them to speak. A representative of the employing agency may attend the hearing as an observer, but you, uh, you have control over their participation. The hearing is an informal, non-adversarial proceeding that is not governed by formal legal rules of evidence or procedures. You're not standing in front of a judge. Okay, this is a hearing representative that works for OWCP. They're senior level claims examiner trained, usually experienced, and they under, have a pretty good understanding of the rules and provisions the FICA Act affords you. The hearing representative may conduct the hearing in such a manner as to best ascertain the rights of you, the injured worker. Okay, now here's the steps. The hearing, first of all, will be recorded and transcribed and made part of what's called a case record. So it'll all be typed up. All testimony is taken under oath and you, the injured worker, may be represented, like I said before, by anyone that you designate as a representative in a hearing. That could be a friend, an attorney. It could be a letter carrier branch officer, a shop steward. It could be a uh, union rep. Uh, or you can use an OWCP consultant like me, or you can use, uh, you know, your attending physician, okay? Only one representative, though, is permitted to be allowed to help you assist in the, these types of hearings. The representative should be knowledgeable about the FICA. So you'll make sure that somebody really understands the FICA Act and the DFC procedure rules and provisions, and they're fully familiar with the problems you have with your claim and have prior experience with FICA hearings. That's important. There are guys out there that do this. There are OWCP consultants. A lot of them are really good. There's some federal attorneys that do OWCP hearings that also are very good. You can find them on the internet. OWCP will furnish a copy of the transcript to you and your representative and the employing agency when it's completed. So both you and the employing agency have 20 days from the date the transcript is sent to send in comments. Any comments that the employing agency sends to OWCP must also be sent to you, the injured worker. Now, you will also be given an additional 20 days from the date they are sent to, to respond to any of the additional comments. OWCP regulations also provide that the hearing will remain open for the submission of additional evidence until 30 days after the hearing is held. That's something that you got to remember a lot of people don't know about. I'll say that again. OWCP regulations also provide that the hearing will remain open for submission of additional evidence until 30 days after the hearing's completed, unless the hearing representative at his or her discretion grants an extension. And I have seen extensions granted. A copy of the decision will be mailed to you, your representative and the employing agency, as I said before. If the claimant chooses review of the written record in lieu of an oral hearing, the hearing representative will review the case record and any additional evidence submitted by the claimant and the employing agency. Okay, New evidence and arguments may be submitted at any time up to the date specified by the hearing representative. The hearing representative also may conduct any investigation they, seem, they deem necessary to address the issue being appealed. In a manner similar to oral hearings, in reviews of the written record, the hearing representative will send a copy of all pertinent material to the employing agency that you have submitted to them. 
the agency will have 20 days from the date it is sent to add additional comment. Once that has taken place, any additional comments that you and the employing agency send to OWCP is required to be reviewed by the claimant and you're given an additional 20 days from the date they are sent to respond to the comments of the employing agency or OWCP in response. Now, let's talk a little bit about the telephone and video conference for a second, because this is more, more common for these oral hearings lately, and I highly recommend them. An OWCP oral hearing by telephone or video conference is a recent change in strategy by OWCP to allow for more hearings. And this has been in, uh, you see this in their policy and procedure and FECA bulletins. Oral hearings may now be held by, by just telephone or video conference, like FaceTime or something like that, although they have their own app they make you do, allowing the employee, the employee's rep, and the other parties conduct the hearing via conference call. Now, this can save you and your representatives considerable expense of physical travel to a hearing location while having to sacrifice the benefits of having representation present during an oral hearing. It's really hard to get everybody physically in the same room. So this is an accommodation that I, I highly encourage you use because it does allow everybody to be on a call and, and not be as inconvenient. Easier to schedule. Usually it's expedited in scheduling. Now, Federal Workers' Comp consultants are happy to offer experienced professional nationwide representation of clients for oral hearings by telephone. There's a bunch of Federal Workers' Compensation consultants out there. I'm not going to recommend anybody specifically. There are people that I think of the world of that are out there that do great work. Just look them up under uh, Federal Workers' Compensation consultants. Um, there are, I just don't have enough time to represent hundreds and thousands of people all over the country. I do the best I can with all the hundreds of emails and people that reach out to me. But I'm, I'm just telling you, there are people that are relatively competent that can help you with this. But I'd go to your union, your union stewards, um, or your NALC stewards uh, to be an assistive representative in these oral hearings via telephone as well. Now, I said earlier I wanted to show you how to request an oral hearing in writing in eComp and by showing you how to create a form letter to request it. So here's how the header of the letter should look. U.S. Department of Labor, Office of Workers' Comp Programs, P.O. Box 8300, London, Kentucky, 40742-8300. Then underneath that, you would put the date of the request. Underneath that, you would put employee, your full name. Under that, OWCP case number, your date of injury, put it in there. And then in the title of the, the request, you would say, request for an oral hearing that would be the title underneath the title you'd say please be advised this is a formal request for an oral hearing to appeal the following claims examiner denial and then you want to list the denial and the subject matter that you're disputing and uh, the reason for that denial and so that they understand clearly that this, for example, this is a CA7A that's been denied for me to be reimbursed my leave because I use leave, that they're, they're, they're saying it's leave without pay because I'm going to medical treatments or authorized treatments and they're making me use my leave and I'm not getting my CA7As approved by the claims examiner. And I've submitted the proper paperwork several times and the... I'm not getting sufficient response as to why it's being denied. So I'm requesting an oral hearing to uh, appeal these claim denials. That would be a perfect example of a very common oral hearing. Now at the bottom of the letter, 
If you need anything else, uh, this is what I put. If you need anything else, please feel free to contact me and input your phone number. Furthermore, per the OWCP procedure manual, all written correspondence is to be addressed within 30 days. I would write that in the letter at the bottom. Then underneath that, put best regards and put your full name. Okay? Now, that's how you request an oral hearing. And guys, this is a very, very successful way to get legitimate FaceTime, legitimate time in front of people who know the rules and provisions to clear up miscommunication and um, incongruent or uh, dismissive answers to something that you're trying to get a response to that's a denial. These are the simplest and easiest way to get things done expedited instead of going back and forth with phone calls and paperwork and never getting anywhere and going six months to a year. Okay, so that's my advice to you. I highly recommend it. If you, uh, if you need my help with some of this, just email me and uh, I'll help you. And um, I always answer those emails and I'll always try to help you and your doctor. And if you need me, you know, you can always reach out to me through my email or my phone. All right, so I think... That does it for this episode of Federal Workers' Compensation Coffee Break Podcast. So I want to thank for you for listening. I want to remind you to share this podcast with other federal workers you think would benefit from this information. Also, if you need an approved medical provider for your DOL, OWCP, or Longshore case in Florida, you can find me in Tampa and Pensacola. To make a consult with me to discuss your case, or if you know someone in Florida who recently injured you, uh, or is recently injured, you can call the clinic at 813-877-6900 or go to the website fedcompconsultants.com or mrtherapycenter.com. Also, if you're in another state and you want me to assist you with your claim questions or assistance for your doctor, you can email me at fedcompconsultants at protonmail.com or go to fedcompconsultants.com and send me a correspondence. All right, I need to warm up this coffee and get going. As usual, I want to thank all of you. Put on that uniform, that badge, deliver that mail, take care of our veterans, and make this government run. This is my big thank you to you. I do this for free just for you. We cannot do any of this stuff that we do without all the hard work all of you out there do, so don't think you're not appreciated. This is my big thank you for free for you. And remember, if you have an injured federal worker's claim and you need assistance, I'm here to help. See you next time. I'll have to get my coffee.